Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Feng Shui 101. guys know I love a good feng shui conversation. I can't say enough good about all of the benefit that it has had in my life. And, you know, shifting the energy in your environment matters. It really does. So hopefully you guys have been diving in and checking this out. We're going to talk about the 101 of feng shui. Like, Anybody can do this. And I'm going to give you some really cool uh, tips and tools today with our guest, uh, Patricia Lohan, my dear friend, is here with us. She is a manifesting magnet, an alchemist, a healer, and a real life Irish Celtic shaman. Some people call her the Mary Poppins of prosperity. But she's here with us today. She created a program called Powerhouse Feng Shui. She's also the author of The Happy Home, a guide to creating a happy, healthy, wealthy life. She helps entrepreneurs make their homes and businesses magnetic to money, luck, and blessings. She shows you what they don't teach in business school, what lies between the lines, and your top secret tool for success. She's helped thousands of people across the globe embrace feng shui and create lasting changes in their businesses, homes, and lives. Patricia has seen firsthand the power of the mind, surroundings, and inner healing. Clearing and aligning everything so that it works holistically is what she does. She loves entrepreneurship with 15 years of experience running and growing three successful startups of her own. She's been featured in the New York Times, CNN, Fox, Forbes, the New York Post, She Knows, Essence, Mind Body Green, and the Elephant Journal. So with no further ado, help me welcome Patricia to the show. Patricia, you know how excited I am to have you back on the show. Welcome. I'm so glad to be here. It is so good to see you. Yes. So last time Patricia was on the show, I was listening to everything she was saying and thinking, I need this. Like, I need feng shui. I need to learn from her. Like, I just adore you. And so since the time that you were last on the show, we have worked together and you have helped me transform my space. And so I want to go into like some of the you know, for anybody that hasn't listened to the last episode, I'd recommend going back and listening to that. But let's like recap um, for those people who aren't very familiar with what feng shui is. I'm sure most people listen to the show have heard of it, but maybe you can take us into a little bit of what it is and like why it's valuable, like from an energetic standpoint. Well, I'm just going to say feng shui is acupuncture for your home. So, you know, everybody is going to benefit from your home having more flow, more ease, more balance. And when your house is born, 
energetically, you know, it has a date of birth. Um, it is essentially what we do with Feng Shui is we run a natal chart for your home and we will see what is off balance, what is in balance, what can we improve and bring more harmony to, or um, what what's a little bit like niggly that needs a little bit of improvement and support. So essentially that's why it's so important because it's when we look at people's homes, um, it's a 5,000 euro practice. I think you will love this. I don't know if I shared this before, but feng shui was actually banned in China up until the 90s. So like some of my teachers were literally practicing illegally and would have got put in prison and could have got literally um, executed for practicing feng shui. Um, why is some uh, ancient practice like this that still up until the 90s, were they doing this? Because they didn't want the power of this practice in the hands of us alchemists and wizards and witches that we are um and that's really where um it is such a powerful practice because when you start optimizing and balancing your home it starts to bring your home into this opposite into divine flow so when we are working with it's like this ancient practice it's the, from the chinese philosophy of and we're getting this idea of yin and yang so some parts of your home energetically could be way too yin way too yang and we want to really want your home to be tapped into the dao into the center point of flow your home has a very dense energy it is a very dense frequency and when it's created you know it's not being created like it was 5000 years ago um which was let's look at nature let's see where the water is let's see how we can get some mountain energy supporting us so it's supported let's really analyze and take some time to make our build our home in the most auspicious place that doesn't happen now. Houses aren't built with that much intentionality. They're like, let's find a plot of land. Let's put 10 houses on it um, or build an apartment block. And it doesn't matter whether there's mountain, sea, water, whatever is around it. It just is. So what's happened is feng shui has kind of come into now to be more a remedial practice. So we do work with some clients who want to work from scratch, but typically it's like your house has a specific energy. It may not have been built in the most auspicious direction, in the most auspicious way. Um, and we want to make sure that it is still going to be the most supportive environment for you. So when we translate feng shui um, into English, it's good for health and good for harvest. So it's your health and your wealth. Um, and um, essentially, if we have our health and, our, and wealth, um, we're going to live in a happier, healthier home and it benefits everyone. So that's a synopsis. <laughs> that's amazing. And, you know, it's because we talk about energy so much in so many different um, contexts and ways, like on the show. And I always think back to, like, if you look at people's lives or if anybody listening looks at their life, you'll probably realize that, like, when you lived in different places, like, as you've moved, you know, everyone's probably moved at least a couple of times in their life that you felt different. It was like a different chapter of your life. Like we kind of look back on our life and say, oh, when I lived at this house, this is what was going on in my life. And then when I moved to this house, like this happened. And I don't think, you know, we realize that, you know, the energy of like the geography of where we live and then what the, you know, the house, how the house is built and is actually affecting the, our lives and those things. And so, you know, when you go back, if you, if you think about it from a standpoint of like, oh, what was going on in my life when I lived in this house, I bet you, if you went back with them and looked at some of, you know, the aspects of that house, I bet those things would match up. And so, 
I think, you know, I've heard stories before too of people who lived in a house. Um, and this is even, oh, you know what? This is my life growing up. Like I was in a house from the time I was born till I was five. And it was a very like good, happy, kind of peaceful situation between my parents. But when we moved to another house, like when I was about five or six years old, um, it was awful. Like their, their relationship really wasn't good and things started to break apart. And, you know, when I look back on that time, the energy as a small child of those two homes was so vastly different. Right. And it was a complete shift when we moved to that second house. And so I look back on some of these things and then you hear stories, like even in the media, it's like so-and-so moves here and then like, you know, their life goes crazy or like things happen. And so I think we can't, like stress enough, like the importance of that energetic environment of our home. And when you and I started to work together, the thing that was like, so cool is to be able to talk to you and say like, okay, here's the areas of my life. Here's what's going great. Here's what feels, you know, constrained, like that type of thing. And to have the recognition of like, Oh, well, this is like a remedy. You know what I mean, it's going to be really helpful in your space and in your environment. And to think to ourselves, like, we don't have to fight those areas that might be out in our energy system or constantly toil with them, that there are remedies for that. So describe what a remedy is. Okay. So I just have to say one more thing before you said yes, that, because please, I was please. listening to you. Oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and one, um, I totally hear you with the house changes. And like, for me personally, even as a kid, we had a drastic change into one house that we, we moved house 22 times. And I don't know, this is why I'm so addicted to feng shui and different <laughs> houses. But there was one particular house that we moved into and, you know, we were like yourself, a very happy, moderately happy family. It was all fine. And then all of a sudden, everybody was sick. People got eating disorders. There was like legal suits. It was like the drama central. It's like just happened to our life. Like that was like calm and quiet to like this literally just crap, like really terrible things happening constantly. Um, and once we moved out of it, it was kind of changed. It all changed again. Um, and that I actually spoke and met the owner of that house a few years ago because I remember driving by and seeing and I was like, oh, my God, like I don't even want to imagine what the energy of that like if I was running the feng shui numbers on it now and I I met him walking on the prom in my hometown and I was like hey how are you getting on you know we used to live in that house and I've been doing this new practice I've like got like it was years ago I was like I'm gonna do the practice feng shui and like how are you getting on in that house and he was like oh it's a it's a tough it's a tough house to live in and I was like oh my god I was like trying to say to him just sell it like get out there's better houses <laughs> But I know it's a tough house. Um, but you, you uh, just that idea of like the energy we ha- it can have on us. And um, when people say to me um, about feng shui, they're like, how do I know if my house is bad feng shui? I'm like, look at your life. Like if you're getting on great with your partner, if your health is good, if your finances are good, if there's flow in like certain areas and not in others, it, for me, it's like, it's a directly the like what's going on energetically in your house. And that's, what's so fascinating. You know, we had an example where years ago when we were first starting this journey and one of our feng shui masters said to Ken, did you have financial difficulties last year, Ken? And I am not kidding you. This, the, the hairs went up the back of his head. I nearly fell off the chair. I was like, how did 
how did you know? How did he know? Like that the business, the company he was working for didn't pay him for six months and he nearly went bankrupt. Like he was like, you must, oh, tough year. Probably all got sort, sorted by March. And like, I have exactly said that exact line to several people in the last few years. And they have literally named the Chinese new year. Like they've been like, I'll tell you the date, everything changed. And I was like, whoa, this stuff, wow. like it's so potent. So like amazing. And now I can't remember the question that you asked me. <laughs> I don't either, but that was so good. Like I was, I was, oh, remedy. What's a, what is a remedy? So feng shui um, operates from the energies of um, Chinese medicine. So um, when we worked on your home, you sent me your information about your home. And then I would have done like kind of run that natal chart and looked at where the elements were flowing and what elements were kind of interacting. And they change on an annual basis. So we're looking at like, what's the interaction between the five elements, just like Chinese medicine. So it's like fire, water, metal, earth and wood. And if, say, for example, a house, like a certain area of your home um, has a really like good or let me see, let me an example, bad wood energy, like bad wood energy. So like, what do we do to destroy wood? We burn it. So we'll be like, OK, we're going to bring some fire element into this area so that that negative energy, whatever it is, it's it's traditional flying stars and they're called like stars. You don't need to get into that. But um, we would say, OK. Put some red into this area and i know we work together in adding fire element so sometimes the energies are just good they're just fine they're just okay and we're like oh these two are doing good together how can we improve it so then we'll be like okay well maybe if we add some water element to this metal it will actually create more energy or for people who are especially for people who are single there's certain energies that we can look at and be like Oh, if I put a water feature in this area for that person, it's going to call in love for them. Or if we put the elements here, goods like so, for example, you know, in feng shui, or you've heard that eight is a very auspicious number. And then eight, eight, eight is like the luckiest number. And my birthday is the eighth of the eighth. <laughs> so I was like bored on the basically the feng shui. It was like, I don't know, kismet. Like, yes. Three eights, eight, eight, eight in my birthday, eight, eight, eight in my birthday. Anyways, um, they are. So if we see a com- like a really good combination, we literally will say to our clients, like they don't have to do anything. We're like, spend time here, you know, use this area for your benefit, like use it. So the elements are all basically very simple things like fire element could be like bringing in some artwork of fire of red into the area. It could be um, a plant, like literally plants. Um, uh, but then say, for example, a couple of years ago, it's like two, three years ago, um, this, the prosperity area, when I would typically have said, oh, yeah, bring some plants in. You want some growth. Um, it was like a no go. Like, do not place plants there because wood element, there's already a lot of wood and it's not good wood. So don't add more of a negative energy to it. So it was kind of like a general like for everybody. So um, some plants we would use to add in a play into to pop, create positive energy, fire, wood, um, metal, just like that first point, acupuncture is metal for your home. And it is very powerful and strong. It's like magical, alchemical, um, uh, like comes from the earth. So that is one of the most dominant ones that we implement in people's homes. Um, and it really, really neutralizes, like just like a sword will like cut through the most negative energy and the metal will just clear it. And that's exactly what, if you want to the acupuncturist, they're using metal needles on you. So it's like in relation to our body, that's what we're doing. Um, and then there's water. So there could be like water element where we need to add more flow, more abundance into this area or, um, 
for example, if there was a place that there was excess water element, and this is when we're looking at the chart and analyzing it, we would be like, okay, well, let's add some earth because there's too much water. Well, we want to stop that, that negative water, that unhappy water. Let's put some earth there. So that will just like stop that energy and, and dampen it and then balance it. So what we're really looking at is bringing harmony into all areas of your home. And thinking about all of those elements they're all from nature so they all come from nature and if you step out and go to your favorite place in nature I don't know where your favorite place is but wherever your favorite place is you just feel good like you sit there and it's going to make you feel good like today I went for a swim in the sea and I came back like a new person you know so I'm in the sun I've got the wind I've got the sea I've got the water element I'm just like oh my god I feel so good and I'm there with the stones and the earth and I'm just I like a new person so it's like press the reset button on me personally um but that's what we're doing with our homes we're like making them connect harmonize and be connected with nature and so as we do that then inherently we become more tapped in and more in flow and the house supports us um, in so many different ways what are some of the things that like you see in the in the people that come to you like you know when you work with many people and you you know you have groups you have powerhouse which is an amazing group program like what are the things the themes that you see that people struggle with or like are confused. Like I'm coming to you and I want to feng shui my house. There are things that are like, Oh yeah, I keep seeing this over and over and over again. Um, so it's like a little, it's a mixture, but like the kind of main ones are financial. So they've kind of like hit the, it's like, money comes, but it disappears. You know, it's just like, what the hell? Like, where's it gone? I'm working really hard. And I think this is where it's like this disconnect because you're doing all the work. You're doing the things you're told to do. You're doing the meditation. You do the affirmations. You're also working really hard. And the financial thing isn't um, supporting you as it's as it kind of in balance. So that can be one. Um, then the other one is, is relationships. You know, it's like kids fighting all the time or they're in, uh, in their actual relationship. You're like, oh my my God, like what is going on? You know, just like you said, my parents used to be really happy in this house. And then in this house, they're not. And, um, you know, I've had clients who've told me like, me and my husband, we get on great when we're outside our house. But the minute we come back in, it is like a war zone. So that is where we're kind of like, you just, it just releases the friction points, um, uh, relationships and then career. Um, so that people who are like in their career, in their business working, but they're just not that happy. So there's for me, I feel like it's like they come to me when they're a bit stuck and they they just know there's something else that they're not looking at or considering. And they're like, okay, I need to do something. Um, they've been possibly doing some inner work or meditation or some healing things. And they're like, there's something off. And then, oh, my house. And, and you know, when you change the energy of your house, you're not just doing it for you. You're doing it for your family. You're doing it for your partner. You're doing it for, for everyone. So it really kind of gets a, a wheel in motion for everybody, you know? So um, that's where we would kind of see most, most people coming in. And what are some of the things like, I mean, I know you have great stories of how creating a shift in the house has like manifested something very quickly from getting that energy. Can you share like one of the stories that you have that would be top of mind? Oh my God. So there's a few that come to mind, but like Michelle McDonald is absolutely amazing. So Michelle came into our world. She lives in um, Boston. She's a nurse and she also was like a realtor on the side. 
And um, when she came in, she was like, I want to I want to buy a new house. I'm going to sell my house. I'm buying a new house. So she sold her house and bought a new house. But in the interim, she was watching some of my free videos and she did some things around her house and she joined Powerhouse. And Ken happened to call her or get in touch with her. Like, why did you join? What was the reason? Just kind of like a curiosity thing. And she's like, well, you know, the first week I did the tips, like my, my, my son got a scholarship for $16,000. And I was like, whoa, like she just did one thing in her prosperity area and her son got the scholarship and fast forward to then kind of doing the whole program. Anyways, I get her on a call with me and I'm like, oh my God, I heard about your son's scholarship, 16,000. She's like, no, it was 67,000. And I was like, what? And then she sat beside me, she sat on the video and she pulled out a page and she's like, I can show you $200,000 of extra income and money that has come into our house, aside from my absolute salary, like extra bonuses, extra pay rises, extra, just like the, the realtor gave her back money for something, something else happened. It's like, I can't make this stuff up. And I'm now sitting in my dream house, looking out at the sea, I got exactly what I wanted. And I'm like, whoa like and it's just so fun because you're like it's not just her it's her son all the different ripple effect and she's like I can't like this is it I have it all written down and to then like the other side of like say for example Anne Marie and Marie came into our world she was just starting her business feeling really like down in the dump of what am I going to do how am I going to pay the wages of starting this business my husband is a farm that's not making money it's all a bit of a disaster and um she just, she'd moved into this house that was an old farmhouse, her family farmhouse. And this, she joined years ago. And it's just the funnest thing for me to watch because not only has her relationship flourished, she manifested another baby, which she really wanted and had just not been happening. So she's got a new baby. And then she started like growing her business, not just growing her business. She's been on every newspaper in Ireland every magazine front covers she's been on every radio station and she's now like when she won a business of woman's award and it's just like so nice because you're like oh my god like it just started out and she was like what am I going to do? How am I going to do? I'm just going to try this feng shui. And then all of a sudden it's like people now when they're considering joining powerhouse will like search her and ring her and be like, what do you think? She's like, just do it. You know, because that's like, how it changed so much. So it's like, she's like, I'm like a teenager again with my husband, you know? And these are the things that like blow my mind. It's like when someone has gone from stressed out to then feeling great, having great relationships and just, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. We've a lot of them. So many stories. I know it's it's so cool. And I think, you know, for anybody that is like aligning their energy, I I know my own journey, you start looking at different areas you know, and in the areas that you probably start looking at are the ones where something's not going right, or you have a pain point or whether it's your health or whether it's, you know, relationships and you start going like, well, how do I bring this into better alignment and better connection? Um, but I don't think people, you know, go right off the bat to their home and their home oh. environment. Like, I just think it's something that we often miss, like in the spiritual journey of going, okay, how do I get my energy aligned? Um, and I felt so strongly about that because I, I wasn't thinking about that. I mean, I know about feng shui, but like when you came on the show and I really started like tuning in to, you know, your work and the way you were doing it and, I was just like, oh, this is a piece of the puzzle. Like I haven't 
really explored and connected with. And, and it was awesome. And even in the, in working with you, like to, you know, place the remedies and to make shifts and changes, like that taught me a lesson, like about, you know, really going, I mean, I don't know, you know, you remember the story about my fountain <laughs> and so I have a fountain by my front door and that was one of the things that, you know, that you recommended and the way that my front door is, there's not like a ton of room, you know, at my front door. And so I had to have a breakthrough about like, how can I create this beautiful flow, you know, of water at my front door when there's like, it seemed impossible at the beginning, like there's not room to do this. And it made me have to go, okay, well, this is what I want to create. And this is what I want to do. Like, how do I need to be thinking or, you know, what do I need to be, what do I need to shift so that I see this as possible? And, you know, and I still have a fountain at my front door, like that is flowing, you know, day in and day out. And that like shift, even in not even the shift of the energy of having the fountain, but like who I needed to become and the way I needed to think about it to like add that into my life. And I think it's funny because in my process, like, you know, when you resist something, you're usually coming up against a shift, right? It's like the old way of thinking, the old, you know what I mean? Ego or personality or wounds or whatever is causing you not to make the choice that feels new, right? And different because that's going to take you into a new energy and it's going to shift your life. And so it provided me with like all these opportunities to go, oh yeah, I can soften and I can surrender and I can move into this new energy, which I think was like valuable in and of itself. Like forget about, you know, all that happens like from putting the remedies in place and from like shifting the energy of your house. That was just a cool experience. And I was like messaging you like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I don't know if it's going to work. Oh my gosh, we figured it out and it worked. And, it, and then the crazy part about it too is like with the fountain, I was initially like, oh, I'm going to buy a fountain, right? I'm going to find a fountain online. I'm going to buy it. But that just wasn't going to work for what I need, you know, the space I had and what I needed it to be. And so then I'm like, I'm going to build a fountain. That's what I'm going to do. And like, you know, your mind could be like, oh my gosh, like this is a big project, right? To build a fountain. And so I literally was like, once I made the decision, I'm going to build a fountain. It's going to be what it needs to be. Like, I just found this guy. And like within probably a week's period of time, he was like over and he's like, yeah, here's how we can do this. We can make this work. And like, I don't, I mean, he just like kind of, you know, found me. And came over and built my fountain. And you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just extraordinary. I mean, these are the things that we open ourselves up to when, you know, when we just go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to shift the energy. I'm not going to be in the victimhood of whatever my constraints are. I'm going to up level, which always, you know, there's always some level of resistance that we have to move through in that. And that was like, my experience is like, you know, we don't realize we have resistance until we come up against it. And then we go, oh, and then our choice is like, oh, do I retreat from the resistance and stay where I'm at? Or do I move through that and like birth into a new energy? So that was a cool experience. And I think this is one of the things that I see most dramatic in this world and in this process, because it is like the women come in and they just like change in front of us, like their energy changes, their attitudes changes, because they start like 
just taking ownership of the energy of their home, taking ownership of the different parts of their lives that they've never even looked at or kind of considered like, well, what do I want in my health? What do I want for my career? What do I want for this What You know, and it's like when you start like really thinking about that and then taking action towards it and, and overcoming the resistance, you step into a new version of yourself. And it is being just, for me, it's like witnessing people coming in in a certain energy and being a different person like weeks later. And I'm like, wow, I can, you can see it and read it in their messages and their posts. It's like this person has completely changed and in the best possible way. And they're just growing. Like it is a growth process and a supportive one, which is so nice. But yeah, I love that idea of the reason I always say to people, it's like, you have to keep your eye on where you want to go and what your vision is and then allow your home to support you. Because if you, um, and, and this kind of goes back to the start, like, well, how did you end up in a house that is energetically like this imbalanced in this, this, this area? Cause it's a match. And then when we decide and you come to a place where you're like, I'm deciding that I don't want this match anymore. It's not just kind of like, I'm going to do this thing in feng shui. It's way bigger than that because you're literally starting to outshine and outgrow what you were a match to back then on those imbalances. Oh, that's so fascinating, right? Because we're going to walk into a house and choose to live there. Or sometimes people don't aren't even choosing to live where they live. Like someone else chose that for them or whatever. But yeah. like it attracts like kind, right? Like so energy is always, you know, in that feedback loop of like, oh, you're a fit for this. Um. So is there any house that's like can't be remedied? Like, is there any situation where it's just like, okay, this is not going to ever be fixed here? Or is the principle of feng shui that like anything can come into balance? We can definitely optimize the interior of every house as best we can. And, and like, I'm really good at trying to figure out like little workarounds to work with everything. So for me, I don't think there's any, I've never told anyone like you need to move house. Like this is a terrible house. Don't move house. Um, but I would say, it's it can be a lot of actually more of the external things that would be more dramatic for me in terms of like living on the edge of a cliff, you know, a house perched on the edge of the cliff, the energy is gonna be gone. You know, it's like what we're doing with the energy of the house, we can only do so much with it, but what's around it as well. So just for me, I'm gonna be more like cautious of what's happening outside of where the house is located um, as opposed to can we change the energy of the house inside? Yes, of course we can, for sure. Um, is it going to mitigate things like you living on the edge of a cliff? Not necessarily, but it will definitely support it and make it more harmonious and easier to live in that place. Um, so as I said, I never told anyone to move house. Um, there's definitely things we can do to try and work around everything. And I think for me with the energy of the the putting the, the the needles in, it's definitely going to be beneficial. Um, but sometimes I'll come to a place or come to a house where I'm like, you know what? I'd love for you to work with uh, Penny or Geomancer because, you know, you have a graveyard down the road or there's a big pylon, electricity pylon there. And like, no matter what we're going to do with the feng shui of your house, that EMF stuff's going to have an impact on you. So let's see if we can do something energetically with that. Um, but most of the time I'm like, let's work on your house and see what unfolds. Um, and that just may raise the energy to a place where you're like, I'm ready to move. Or actually, I love my house now so much. And um, then you're going to connect with it even better. 
That's so cool. So how, like, what are the things around a house? Like you mentioned, you know, living next to an energy pole, like for lots of different reasons that can be challenging. Yeah. Um, and living on a cliff. Yeah. Are there other things that are generally like not feng shui happy? Um, I would say like beside a graveyard is probably quite tricky um, for some people. And especially if you're into like um, this kind of energetic work, because, um, you know, spirits drift around and they'll be attracted to places. And, you know, do we want some buddies in around our house? Maybe not. Um, so, so that one. Um, and I suppose for me, it would be like beside areas of a lot of traffic, you know, like a lot of excess traffic can be quite hard um, and harsh on your energy. Um you know, uh, fire stations, hospitals, like, and this doesn't mean if it's like, if it's like a few hundred yards away, it's not the end of the world, but it's like right beside it. Like it with that beside you, not ideal. Um, big, huge buildings beside your, your, your like normal sized house, um, could also be quite intimidating energetically, but most of the time, like for something like that, you could really change it, but you would still work on the energy of your own home. And that's what, where I would always just start with that. And then whatever is outside energetically you we can kind of start to think okay how do i change this how do i shift it you know in one of the houses we lived in as kids we lived right beside the fire station did it impact us i'm not so sure like that's after that house we moved to the other one which was way crazier right <laughs> we're happy in this other one so i think it depends um on a few different things it's like what's the energy of the house in it you know and you know i have a a, a feng shui certification and we did like analysis of different houses you know so like the oj simpson house you know oh, we totally yeah. when i'm at just looked at it and we could see that there was um you know there's a lot of metal energy but also like daggers like that dagger energy which is like oh, look at that's there and that's there and that's there and it's at the front door and, the, you know, so you can kind of see that. But the nice thing about feng shui is that, you know, someone ever lived to that house now, um, we could just put the elements in to balance that and then it just like neutralizes those negative energies. So, you know, for people, um, if you're, say, looking for a new house, you know, ask, why are the people moving out? You know, why are they, yeah. what's going on? Why are they moving? What, what's it like in the neighborhood? You know, how are the trees looking? What do the cars around here look like? The people, like, do the gardens look well tended to? You know, it's just the whole vibe can definitely give you an indicator as well. Yeah, it's so great. And I do highly recommend, like, you know, if you've been in a house for a long time to, like, understand the energy of that house and how it's impacting your life. But absolutely, too, if you're like planning to move to a new place, like what a great time to understand like that shift in energy, because even things like when you're moving to a new place, like it's you're going to drive down different roads, you're going to see different, you know, experience different things as you move towards that house. Like you said, there's going to be things around that house. Um, it just really is a big energetic shift that goes on when we move. And, and I think, you know, I think that's, I don't know. I mean, I wish I understood that like earlier in life so that, you know, it's not that we'd never, the idea is to never move or to try to find some ideal perfect house. It's just to understand like those changes and to be aware of it and to like know where to go to remedy that if it's not feeling good. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, what's so fascinating for me, I actually just recorded a podcast on this this morning because it was, you know, I find people will come to me or come say, oh yeah, I'm going to do powerhouse when I find my new house or when I move into my new house or when I'm, when I buy my new house, I'm in a rental. And I'm like, you're missing like such an opportunity because like, like attracts like, like, you know, so, you know, whatever's going on in this house, unless you rectify and change the energy within your house and your system, you're going to repeat the pattern or yes. find something similar likeness to this situation. So what we want to do is change the energy of this space, wherever you are right now, take this opportunity, change it now. And then you've learned, you're like, oh, okay, now I'm in a house that's way more balanced. I feel happier. And actually, I don't even want to sell it, which has happened to many clients or, oh my God, now I'm just going to, I know exactly what my dream house is and it's, it's a match and they get it and they sell their house at a higher price. Um, and it's just a, there's so much more flow in the whole scenario. Um, and that's what I really love because, um, right now, wherever you are, the energy of that house is impacting you. Like, whether you know it or not, like it is impacting you good or bad. Um, so when you start to change that, it's going to change all the different parts. Oh, it's so good. So tell us a little bit. I know we've mentioned powerhouse. What is powerhouse? Um, so powerhouse is our signature program where, um, people come in and join us and we, um, will create your personal report for your home, tell you where the energies are out of balance. And then you'll have, um, Q and a calls with me answering your questions. We have some master classes where I'll talk more about the themes and kind of do more like the alignment, energy manifesting, um, work as well. Um, and this is where it's like, you get to take full responsibility of the energy of your home. You start to get your report, implement your remedies and get that support with us. So that's our that's my signature program it's been running since 2016 2015 now um and we've had thousands of ladies through it it's been absolutely phenomenal and uh yeah that's that's my that's my baby <laughs> and then you have also like a little dip your toe in the water uh one-on-one -on -one course like what is that yeah. so the feng shui 101 is just an amazing um like introduction into this journey of feng shui. So you're going to learn about what is feng shui? Where does it come from? How does it work? What are the different areas? Like some different things that you can take action on today, easy things around your house that you can start taking action on to build, get some momentum. There's also like um, some classes that I have taught in my powerhouse program to kind of get a taste and just to kind of start thinking about thinking about things in a different way. Um, and that program is $5. It's a really, um, for your community. Um, and it's a great opportunity for you to just kind of get, um, just more conscious of your environment and start to build a better relationship with it. And once you start to do that, you'll start to, you know, connect with your home on a better level and understand the power of this practice. Yeah, I love it. I, my experience has been so eye-opening and so beautiful. And I obviously live in the world of energy and there was just so much that I gained and learned from hanging out with you and working with you and learning about my house. And it just, you know, like I said, I think one of the biggest gifts that we can give people in this lifetime is to become aware of things that we weren't aware of before. Like, because no matter how much you want to know about feng shui or you want to, you know, change the energy of a house or not, at least you're aware, right? Like 101 will at least make you aware of like what to look for. And you never know on your journey where you just go, oh, like 
yeah, like this might be my house. And like, I, I'm not stuck. Like I can change the energy of my house. And then that's going to change the energy of everything in my life. Like, which is going to change the energy of what you allow to come in and what you choose to experience in your reality. I mean, it's so powerful. And I think, you know, we're at a time where so many things are coming up to the surface so that we can become more aware of different things and different aspects of our life and our journey and our reality. Um, and this has just been, yeah, just really valuable to me. And like I said, even though I would say I'm a connoisseur of energy work, hadn't been something that I really dove into or understood the impact of, even though I've known about it forever, right? For years and years and years. Um, and I think that's the beauty of what you do is like, you know, you really take people into the knowledge and the understanding in a really beautiful way. And you are so deep into the practice. It's not something, you know, that you're just scratching the surface and going, oh, this is cool. I want to share it with somebody, right? Like you're, you're in this world and love it. And obviously, you know, it's your mission and soul passion. And so, yeah, I just can't say enough good about it. And it's, it's fun to, I, I'm going to go back and listen to the first, you know, episode. I like, it's one of my favorite things about the show. Cause like, we just kind of met, you know, you came on the show and we talked about it and now we've gotten to know each other and, you know, I'm on one side of the world and you're on the other side of the world. And, you know, it's just cool to be able to connect with like-minded and like-hearted people. It is. And I think that this is, um, this is kind of like part of our responsibility to each other is to kind of share, exactly share what we're learning with others. Um, and, the the constant quote that I have been really drumming and reminding myself is until we make the unconscious conscious, we will call it destiny and it will dictate our fate. Well, the other way around. I can't remember the quote perfectly, but until we make the unconscious conscious, so until we realize that our home is creating, has a certain energy, until we know that energy exists and that there is parts of us that we're not seeing, um, we can't grow, we can't evolve, we can't shine our light, we can't make a difference in the world, which is, you know, everyone listening here, we all know that we're in sync, that we're light workers, we're here to raise the energy. And, you know, my mission, I came out of a forest after working with a, an amazing geomancer and shaman was like, I'm here to raise the vibration of the planet. And that's what we're all here to do with our gifts, but to share them and to realize that it's not just one modality that's going to do it. It's going to take us all changing the, the vibration of our homes, our hearts, our minds, our souls together and, and helping the planet and helping other people because they need it. Yeah, it's so true. Beautifully said. I love that quote. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's always a pleasure. Like I had a great time. I hope you guys all had a great time too. Um, and we will look forward to even the next time, you know, I think we're all evolving and I love the connections I've made. And, um, and as I go deeper with my learning, I always want to share it with you guys here at the show. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure. And um, yeah, I'm just super grateful for you and um, for the work you do and for everyone in your community sending you so much love. Thank you. And for you guys who want the link to uh, Powerhouse or um, to the Feng Shui 101, we will have that in the show notes so that you guys can go and check those out as you please. All right. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks, guys. 
Hey, lovely. This is Shauna Lee. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Frequency Show. If you got even one piece of valuable information, head over to Apple Podcasts and share a review with your takeaways. And follow us because we got lots more goodness to come. We are spreading the love far and wide. And you know where to find me over at IG at the Soul Frequency. Until the next time, love. Here's to positive vibes and powerful awakenings. Mm-hmm.